Today on the GamerHead Podcast premiere, a review of Nino Cooney, what happened at the Dice Summit, and why are people asking us for our favorite desserts? The GamerHead Podcast starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of the Gamerhead Podcast. I am, of course, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz, the gaming god, the, 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 what other things do they call me? Uh, the guy who does stuff with guitars is usually it. Yeah, that uh, uh, works for me. And, uh, <laughs> and by my side is none other than Goat. Just Goat. Just, I have no real name. Just Goat. You know, sometimes we call him Adam, but other than that, he's, he's, yeah, it's he's about as, it's about as real as it gets. He, he prefers Goat. Um, so anyway, welcome to the first episode of the Gamerhead Podcast. Uh, to give you guys a quick sum up on who we are, since it is the first episode, and you know, you, uh, I, I like to think you people would like to know who we are. Uh, myself, I've been a part of the video game industry for seven years now several Sounds let's let, let's say several seven several they, they sound similar yeah. um uh writing for various sources i used to write for examiner.com as a video game industry examiner i used to write for another website that shall not be named because i don't want to give them publicity but i was the associate editor there um if you're looking for that website you internet uh, detectives can probably find it if you try hard enough yes yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty easy yeah it, it's just Google it. Um, but most recently, I'm better known as Viking Jesus, the video game musician who's performed with Video Games Live and had uh, uh, such high-profile requests, such as legendary game designer uh, Tim Schafer and Grammy-nominated composer Austin Wintry. Grammy-nominated right now, but the Grammys are, like, tomorrow, so that might be uh, Grammy-winning by the oh, time. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm a week behind myself. That's okay. That's okay. Football he's, last week, Grammys this week. He's he's not he's not even gonna he's probably not even gonna accept the award on TV. So it's it's uh, unfortunate, but it, accepted hey, at this point. An award or an award? I don't care if I'm on TV or not. It's still on his shelf if he wins it. Works for me. Works for me. Um, and to my side, of course, I mentioned his name is Goat. He's uh, been my right hand man for all my career aspirations for the past year now, um, including the base on the uh, on the Viking Jesus tracks I've put on the internet. He's also uh, part of local band 29 Needles. Um, which you were playing with. Which I am playing with. By the way, folks, shameless plug right now. On, uh, Ooh, shameless. April, yes, shameless. Actually, it's a dual shameless. It's, it's dual shameless. Uh, April 13th, correct? Yes. April 13th. At the uh, House Cafe in DeKalb, um, Illinois. Illinois. Yes, I, I have to. Yes, the internet is universal, supposedly. Um, will be the CD release party for Twenty Nine Needles' uh, album, The Letter, yes. uh, and uh, I will be supporting them as one of their opening acts. So, if you if you if you want to support us and you happen to be in the area, we'd certainly appreciate it. Uh, say you listen to the podcast, and we'll like you even more. We do play favorites here. I'm going to admit that right now. Well, that and if you want to put some names and faces together. That that would be nice. We do like uh, actually seeing who our people are. Anyway, so to to give you guys kind of a sum up of what the podcast is going to be about, we, we 
and I told this to Goat when we when I was creating this. I don't want to censor anything here. I don't want to. Nothing is edited out unless it's um, politically incorrect, which happens very few. But sometimes you just get into the thrill of the moment. Um, all thoughts and opinions here are expressed are our own. No one's telling us anything to say. I find that very important considering my history with um, such editors and whatnot. Uh, Goat is laughing to himself. Get a little, uh, a little chip uh, in the shoulder there. Uh, What's going on? I, I, I don't like people telling me what I can and cannot say. Let's just, let's just put it that oh, way. Yeah, who does? Though? Well, some people put up with it. Not naming names. IGN. Um, so, so anyway, so the way we want to structure this for anyone who ever followed my state of the game column and numerous places where I've written it, um, it was broken down into a. Uh, kind of a monologue-ish part where I complain about things, which will also be replaced with a review uh, occasionally, such as tonight. Um, we'll also break down the top five gaming news stories of the week and give you our thoughts on them. As we see fit. As we see fit, um, because we're very opinionated and we know gamers like nothing more than to hear other people's opinions and complain about them. Um, and of course we, and of course we want the listeners to get involved too. So we do, a, we will have a mailbag every single week, um, as long as you people actually send us, you know, mail. Um, Let's be honest. I mean, if it's not even if you're not sending us stuff, we'll pick our own questions. We'll, we'll I mean, you know, it's just that's how it's gonna go. We'll create questions and then we'll just go back and forth. And they, there'll be so, questions uh, like, uh. I can't even think of one. I'm not creative. Well, I don't think they should be creative. We, if we have to make our own questions, they have to suffer. Like making them send in questions. Like goat. Where did you buy those socks? Target for a strapping nine ninety nine. By the way, if uh, if if uh, Target is an advertiser on the show, we sincerely apologize. On Spice I said Target. You're the one who dropped the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, let's get things started with our first review on the Gamerhead podcast. This is a review of Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch. Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch is the latest collaboration, or first collaboration rather, between Level 5, a studio most well known for the Professor Layton games and the old Dark Cloud games, um, and Studio Ghibli, most well known for such animated classics as Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle and a bunch of other movies that most of us haven't actually seen. Yeah, I got nothing on anything you just said. Uh, they're 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 like a Japanese Disney. Let's let's just put it that way. They're very popular. They've actually uh, been nominated for awards and stuff like that. Um, big deal. They're a big animation studio. Um, of course, Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch is a Japanese RPG uh, exclusive to the PlayStation Three in the States. There was a DS version released in Japan. Um, when it released a while ago. Um, Stays true. <laughs> um, Nino Kuni has a unique gameplay between something like Final Fantasy and Pokemon. You could fight most enemies yourselves, but it's probably not a good idea. In fact, it's better for you to use your familiars or little creatures that you can capture through literally beating them until they love you, or as I like to call the Chris Brown technique. You're joking, right? 
you no, that, that's, them to love you. Well, you have to defeat them in battle, then hearts will swirl around their heads, and then you're supposed to serenade them, and then you'll capture them, and you can use them on your own. It's not a guaranteed thing each time like Pokemon is, but it's... Uh, it's, it's something that adds a little bit of extra thrill to the battle, I guess, is beating up things until they... Everything slide in Japan. Well, you know, and it's, it's, it's... What's even funnier is that you're playing as a kid, and this kid, his name is Oliver. He's a sweet, kind individual, much uh, departed from your typical JRPG characters, which are either androgynous things uh, holding giant swords or just badasses that are probably compensating for something. I mean, you're kind of parting from your normal JRPG anyways. He has the name Oliver. It's true. Nino, <laughs> Nino Kuni actually does manage to stay away from a lot of JRPG cliches. I mean, your your character faces diversity... Diversity. Adversity. <laughs> well, it is beating <laughs> things to love it. That's pretty diverse. <laughs> Oliver does face adversity at the beginning of the game, although it's not your typical amnesia or your village burning down. Um, like I said, Oliver is not your typical protagonist in a JRPG. He's actually a very kind boy who wants to do uh, a lot of things to help people that he comes across. Um, and there's also uh, the, <laughs> the localization is fantastic, unlike most JRPGs of these days. I mean, the voice acting, a lot of people have actually gone from um, felt that they should do the Japanese voice tracks instead of the English ones because they thought the English ones would be horrible. The English ones are awesome. Um, the voice acting could probably come out as something, you know, actually released in the United States, which is phenomenal to me. Um, but as I said, Oliver actually faces a huge tragedy at the beginning of the game. I won't give anything away specifically, but someone very dear to him is taken away and he vows to do everything in his power to get them back. And when he's encountered by his stuffed doll that turns into, uh, quote, the Lord High Lord of the Fairies, Drippy, um, he's transported to another world in which uh, the people of the world, are he learns, are brokenhearted, and it's Oliver's... Uh, Oliver takes it upon himself in order to rid the world of brokenheartedness or something. And there's the JRPG fa faction <laughs> of the game. Let's take something normal and swing it into left field. It, 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 the game actually works very well. Um, like I said, the animations are fluid. Everything is absolutely gorgeous. The backdrops, there's an overworld and a world map that, uh, accompanied by the music by Joe Hizashi, who's done all the... Um, music work for Studio Ghibli um, works before. Uh, it's it's there. There have been a few times where I just sat there on the world map, just kind of listening to everything and taking everything in. It's it's gorgeous, and everything about this game is beautiful and unique and amazing and candy to both the eyes and the ears. Um, the combat also works well. Um, as I said, you'll use your familiars to fight mostly, and they level up as any role-playing game would. Uh, they learn more techniques. You equip them with things. Nothing that'll be out of the ordinary for anyone who's ever played a role-playing game in their life, um, aside from the fact that you can actually feed them uh, treats like cakes and ice cream, and they'll actually their stats will get a little boost, which is kind of cool. Um, huh. Throwing back to Tamagotchis. Oh, man, I had forgotten about those. Apparently Japan is not. <laughs> of course they haven't. 
Um, also in battle, um, you'll get special objects called glims. They're literally just little balls of light that um, will drop off of enemies if you score a critical hit or something special happens. Uh, green ones for health, blue ones for mana. You know uh, that everyone should be able to figure that out. As well as golden ones, which happen very few times, and you'll actually be able to uh, unleash a special move if you manage to get lucky and find one. Um, Do you get to pick the special move, or is it like predetermined? No, each each character has their own uh, special move. For example, the creature you start off with, uh, a creature called Might, he's got, uh, I think it's called Slash Dance, which is just... Uh, just like I see you laughing over there. Just, uh, slash dance is a like what, masculine move. Well, uh, more of them are more. I'm just saying. Well, uh, other ones are more badass. Slash like, dance. Like like my uh, my adamant tiger. It, it has uh, like soul of the wild or something in which it boosts its attack. Um, uh huh. Or or the. <laughs> Okay, fine. Maybe they're not all winners, but you know there are the typical whirlwind and blizzard and hurricane and stuff like oh, okay. that. Okay, so, so there is some some saving grace. Some to quote where you're just normal like, ones. Yeah, where you're just like shaking your head, going, "Why did you name it that?" You know, you the animations are so great, and the the whole, the whole no, you won't even you won't even care unless your enemies are or your your allies rather are taking all your special moves and you're angry at them for it i, I know and I was. then you get to yell at the top of your lungs and have your neighbors here i just had my soul of wild stolen from me <laughs> or give it back that may have happened more than once while i was playing the game um the game has plenty to go through, though. The single player itself taking roughly 40 hours. I personally clocked in at about 47, and uh, that was doing the entire single... Well, obviously single player. The whole game's single player. The entire story from firing it up to uh, when the credits rolled, as well as all of the available errands and bounty hunts um, before the final boss that were made available to me. Um, errands are exactly what they sound. You'll do things for characters in the games, such as uh, getting a certain item, you know, maybe medicine for someone who's sick, or maybe someone's just lost their diary. There's one character in particular that loses his diary in every single town in the game. So, wow. And there are a couple characters that are like that. It's a little bit repetitive, sure, but... Like fetch questing repetitive? Uh... Or? Well, I mean, see, here's the thing. This is kind of how this is how the game masks grinding that you would have to do in order to um, get to higher areas. Instead of actually going out and just mindlessly slaughtering tons of cutesy monsters, you can instead do these errands, which uh, you know just encounter the monsters along the way, and you'll level up. Or the bounty hunts, in which you have to take on certain enemies um, in certain spots, and you get massive amounts of experience because they're basically optional boss fights um those are also good for masking the grinding so the whole game is actually very fluid in that respect to where um if you play like i do and just try to get all the errands and bounty hunts done uh as they come your game will go seamlessly there wasn't a single time in the 47 hours i played that the game actually felt like i was grinding which i love oh, yeah. about it i i'm glad that they're finally addressing that issue well, a game has never really had a good um, way of handling it, I guess you could say. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess C call me shallow, call me weird. I like to be fooled when I'm doing things I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's 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 good to take something repetitive and make it feel more natural. Yeah. Um, 
But the game is absolutely amazing. The only complaints that I could come up with anything about it was that it actually came to an end. Um, I know it's cheesy, but it's true. It was a fantastic game. It might have actually cracked my top 10 games of all time. Um, I've already gone back to the game for some of the post-game content. I'm really hoping there's going to be some kind of downloadable content or something. I actually don't want a sequel because I think Oliver's story is finished here, not giving anything away. Um, but I think it would be perfect as its one-off release. Here's an interesting question for you, then. If you don't want a sequel, mm-hmm. like a direct sequel, yeah. what if it was like the... Would you, welcome, would, you, would you personally welcome like two, but it was another character's story? So more like a spin-off, kind of. Or maybe like... Pull, a, pulling a Final Fantasy, as it were. Maybe, or more even like a... One of those were like, you're in the same world and you run into Oliver, but you're somebody else's story at the same time sequels. I guess I wouldn't mind that, but, and again, I won't give too many things away, but the way the story is set up, there really aren't too many people that could be in Oliver's situation. Um, I'm trying really hard to avoid spoilers well, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not even saying like Oliver's story, but somebody like, you could make their story... It's and run across Oliver. It's it's we'll see. It's definitely possible. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, Oliver would not be in a subsequent story. I don't think. I mean, he might be. I could see a brief appearance, but yeah, Oliver. Cameo. Yeah, Oliver probably couldn't be um, a regular character if there were a sequel or anything of the oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, his, regar- his story has ended. It's one of those great games where it's. A, a true story. It's, 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 it comes it's, to an end and there's no continuing. It's, it's, it reminds me a lot of another uh, JRPG published by Namco Bandai, um, just as um, just as Nino Kuni is. It reminds me a lot of Eternal Sonata. Eternal Sonata was a great game by itself. Yeah. Um, and you really can't add anything on to that. And sure, you could maybe do a sequel where a couple of the fig- uh, figures, a couple of the characters <laughs> make a cameo or something, but it would just feel kind of awkward. Um, and the original game is so deep and rich and amazing that it's more the kind of game that you would want to play more than once in order to find all of the things and maybe 100% it rather than wanting to play more of the same game. Although I would not have a problem with there being any sort of spin-off um, later on. And those of you who have played it know what I'm talking about when I say that uh, it's possible that the story could continue, but with someone that isn't Oliver. Okay. Um, but overall, I think it's a fantastic game. Like I said, it's probably cracked my top ten games of all time, but that's a debate for another day. Um, for our first review, we don't review based on any sort of scale because we like to think that you'll actually listen to our words rather than look at a score. But I'm giving it a solid play it no matter what. Find a way to play it. Uh, you won't regret it. I, I, I think we should go with the pass-fail system. Pass-fail system? Don't play it. This is This is... This is uh, Pass, fail, and play it when it's in the bargain bin, maybe, yeah. kind of system. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. We'll establish that right here and now. Yeah. Uh, numbers, numbers just don't do it justice. I've seen... You know, all, all my favorite reviewers don't even use numbers anymore, um, so I want to stay away from yeah. that. It's, it's, it's done. The three-star movie doesn't exist anymore. It's, exactly. It's, exactly. So <laughs> I'm giving Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch, a solid play it no matter what. Um, Keep in mind, though, it is PS3 exclusive, so those of you with anything other than a PS3, you're unfortunately out of luck at this point. Um, but 
Nino Kuni might even be one of those games that you could buy a PS3 specifically for. Is it, is it worth buying a new console for? It, I would buy a PS3 if I knew how good Nino Kuni was. Okay. Um, uh, granted, I did buy my PS3 just for Metal Gear Solid 4 so many years ago, um, and that turned out to be good too. Yeah, um, good company. And <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, anyway. That's our first Gamerhead podcast review. Nino Cooney is so good, everyone needs to play it. Uh, news, the weekend gaming news is up next. <laughs> Top five news stories in video games of the week. Um, according to us. Come, according to us. Well, uh, there are definitely more news stories than just this five, these five, but these are the ones that um, actually got reactions out of us. Um, coming in at number five, the Dice Summit just wrapped up in Las Vegas. I think I'm not sure. I, uh, let's go with it. Everything I, happens I, in I, Vegas. I admittedly don't know anything about the summit, um, other than uh, people attend it from the video game industry, and a lot of things happen there. Notably, um, Warren Spector had a small keynote. Warren Spector, of course, most well known for. Um, the original two Deus Ex games, and you know what they say about the original Deus Ex, whenever someone mentions it, someone goes and re-downloads it. Um, so for all you, like, eight people listening, I can't wait till 25% of you go and re-download the game. We, we should probably make that light, too. It's also known as Deus Ex for the for few people, people who... For people who don't know how to pronounce anything. Yes. I was in that group for a minute. <laughs> It, it, it's Deus Ex. It's Latin. It's it's. Yeah, I understand I that now. But when I'm reading titles on games, I usually do it in the you know. That's okay. You're not alone. <laughs> you're definitely not alone in that respect. Um, Warren Spector also most well known for the Epic Mickey games, both the first one, which was okay, and the second one, which was not okay. Um, so not okay, in fact, that Disney actually closed down Warren Spector's uh, studio, Junction Point Studios, recently. Um, making Warren Spector. I, I couldn't even get through it. Making, I couldn't either. I mean, I. I, I, I it was just. I, I rifle. Re- I reviewed it for the site that shall not be named, but uh, uh, it was actually the last thing I posted for them. Um, it was difficult, and I was disappointed being a huge Disney fanboy. But uh, making this makes Warren Spector the first, possibly unemployed man to have a keynote at a major gaming convention. <laughs> Um, but it so invites him. It so invites the reason to call him Warren Sphincter. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't doubt he was called that as a child because he was probably a nerd. Um, but uh, Warren Spector, he he kind of lost it. I mean, he his keynote to several. Um, it was a small room filled with journalists and you know developers and so on. Um, he talked about his life and. The gaming industry, you know, how he started off in his 20s all the way to his, quote, 57.33 age that he is now. He was very specific. Um, wow, that just backs up the sphincter. <laughs> I told you, he was probably a nerd when he was a kid. Who cares, dude? You're 57. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> There's some unresolved issues in there. But... Among a couple of the things that Spectre said that made people kind of look at him funny, kind of like he's doing an old man rant about the video game industry, I agree with some of them, such as video games relying too much on violence, um, although he took it a little bit too far, um, saying that there should be no violence at all, which is weird because I don't know if he played Deus Ex. 
um, the game that he is famous for, but it had a lot of violence in it. It didn't have to have violence in it, but, you know. And even then, Epic Mickey's not exactly a walk in the park. There is conflict. Yeah, Epic Mickey was originally even darker than it already was, um, which I actually wish would have seen the light of day. But I I digress. Um, Most notably, and something that is actually going to uh, piss off Goat here, was that uh, Spectre came forward and specifically called out um, Suda51 game Lollipop Chainsaw, saying that it should have never been made. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> Suda is awesome. I, I've I've personally not played Lollipop Chainsaw yet. Uh, I've been meaning to. It's on and, the backlog and somewhere. I still look down at you for that. I know you do, and, and it depresses me every day. Um, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I, I've enjoyed every other Suda51 game. Um uh, including spe- the newest, the, all the ones I played. <laughs> I, I haven't played. Um, uh, what was it? Black Knight Sword. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played that one yet. Um, I will be playing. I, I'm getting. I'm busy, man. <laughs> you always make time he's, for he's, Suda. He's okay. Whatever you. I've just been putting 47 hours into a great JRPG. Um. Yeah, see? Don't have anything now. Yeah, but, I mean, to counteract that, I mean, Black Knight Sword was out a little bit before. It's out a long time. Yeah, you're still fault. I'll I'll get around (laughs) to it. Um, But anyway, Spectre specifically called out the hyper-violence and the um, specific target attraction to uh, adult males, and he was saying that the gaming industry really needs to split up so that it's not so much targeting certain demographics um, and needs to be more universal. And while I agree with the sentiment, I can't help but think then we're going to get a load of boring games Sweet. on the market because of it. New Nintendo dogs, just what I want to play <laughs> as a gaming male. <laughs> I wonder if he. I wonder what uh, Spectre thinks of Nintendo. Maybe we'll ask him one day. Um, but on the flip side of things, there was actually a keynote conversation, as it were between uh, Gabe Newell, um, the king of the gaming world and uh, the figurehead behind PC gaming's largest application, Steam, um, and Valve Corporation, probably um, the most well-known man. I I would go as far to say the most well-known man in the gaming industry, personally, Um, even though Adam's giving me a, a look like he has no idea who that is. Well, I'm not a PC gamer. I'll be honest. Well, with yeah. the listeners, I, uh, I, I can't afford it. Well, that's okay. <laughs> uh, well, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. But I do know what Steam is. I know what Valve is. So, oh, there you go. I you're halfway. The, uh, you're halfway. The power down. there. <laughs> but uh, Gabe Newell shared the stage with J.J. Abrams, um, the most well-known for director of a lot of things that were very successful, including the upcoming Star Wars Episode Seven. Uh, and is he do he did. Did he do Star Trek too? He did do the most recent Star Trek. He's doing the, the newest one. The too, new one coming okay. out. I'm just making sure I got the names in making the right Making him uh, perhaps the only man on earth that's ever been lucky enough to work on both franchises. Um, I'm probably totally wrong on that. I don't know anything about backstories or anything like that. Feel free to call me out, but I will not uh, read your emails if you're calling me wrong. Um, he does have he does have the uh, famous guy with two identical initials going for him though. That, that's true. That that is true. Uh, I forget what his name is, but I'm assuming even his driver's license says J.J. Abrams. Anyway, um, in a question, I don't remember what the question was specifically, but Gabe kind of 
um, made the collective gaming community's mouth water when he said he was trying to get, he wants to do a Half-Life or Portal movie with J.J. Abrams, which would be phenomenal. Yeah, I'm going to need a new mic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can get the new mic yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, the... the gaming community collectively said, I'm okay with this. Um, I personally am too, wow. and uh, apparently Goat is too. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's like gamer, like, hard on uh, to I, the max. I, I don't well, think... Well, if done correctly, that's the only thing. Because, I mean, it's, it's, Doom it's, was supposed to be awesome. It wasn't. In movie form. Doom <laughs> wasn't done by J.J. Abrams. It was done by some no-name director that I clearly didn't pay attention to. <laughs> Which I'm looking up as we speak. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here we go. Live, live googling for your not so live pleasure. Yeah, um, <laughs> directed by. Oh man, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that oh, name. Oh, what is it? What is and, it? And and what is it? Andrzej Barkowiak. I'm I'm butchering that, and I don't care because the movie yeah, was that, horrible. That's as close. Um, we're talking. We're, we're talking. What six vowels out of twenty letters here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even The Rock admits that Doom was a bad movie. That's a pretty big deal. But they hyped it. They did hype it, and he. he but my thing is, yeah, it's J.J. Abrams. He's got a great track record. But everyone has that bad one. Uh, yes. So we still have a an opportunity for him to completely like. Screw the pooch. Here. I, I uh, let, let's try to be more optimistic here because he. This is also the man that's currently working on Star Wars. So and Star Trek. All right. Um, well, the Star Trek is going to be out like tomorrow or okay, something. Okay, so he's not quite working on it, but he's still not literally tomorrow. <laughs> but no, it's a maze. I don't, I don't know. He, he showed some dying kid the movie already. So it's true. There was some really? kid. There was some kid that was like, my dying wish is to see the new Star that's Trek movie. Kind of morbid for the sheer fact if he can't. Go out and leak it now. <laughs> well, he actually no. He actually like rented a whole private theater, and he got in a really early version of the film in which uh, a lot of the special effects weren't in place and stuff like that. And the kid loved it, despite it being, you know, the um, equivalent of a beta test for a movie. That's what I'm saying. That's the morbid part. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Kid enjoyed it. A kid died three days later. So. Exactly. That's the morbid part. <laughs> So now there's going to be stories about the movie um, being unlucky or something. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Okay, so th- so that's the Dice Summit. Uh, <laughs> what a way to end it. <laughs> there, there are other things that happened, but not, none of them were as important as Warren Spector losing his mind and a Portal movie potentially being made. <laughs> Number four on the list of news items for the week, a pair of Ubisoft announcements uh, made in the past few days. Um one is one is just treacherously horrible. <laughs> Most notably, uh, former Wii U exclusive Rayman Legends has been delayed until September, not because they're having development problems, but because the game will now be released as well to PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah, they're um, multi-platinum for no reason. They're <laughs> well, the, the install base for the Wii U, admittedly, isn't great yet. Um, it will be by September. Um, uh-huh. but, um, 
uh, Ubisoft has clarified that there is no problems in development. They are literally only delaying the game to coincide with the release on the new platforms, to which um, we've actually seen a, an interview with one of the developers. Uh, uh, Larry, I think it was his name. I'm sure that was a fake name, so he doesn't lose yeah. his job. Um, but we'll call him Larry. We'll call him Larry. <laughs> um, Larry was quite angry um, because he's he's over the past six months he's put in a lot of overtime, hasn't been able to see his kids or friends or anything like that. And then yeah, uh, he's he, lived, slept, drank this game, and then the what three weeks? Yeah, about three it, weeks it before was, launch. It, it was release. it was it was set to come out next month in less than a month no, from the end of this month. The end of this month. Yeah, the twenty sixth of February. It was You're right. It, it was supposed so like three weeks. Two weeks. Two and a half. Yeah. They come um, in and say, oh, we're going to push it back to September for no apparent good reason. Yeah. So like the, deve freak. <laughs> the developers are understandably angry. I share their sentiment. Um, uh, Ubisoft said they're going to be offering an olive branch to Wii U owners in the form of a second exclusive demo, um, which is probably also to do with the fact that for some reason demos have limited uses on the Wii U. Yeah, 30. I think it I think you can change I think it changes depending on what they um uh, what the developer. ones with the 3DS and the Wii I've seen have always been 30. I remember having one on the 3DS that was like 15, but it was oh, okay. it was it was like Sonic Generations or something. Mm. I I don't I don't remember. But it, it, yeah, limited number of uses. So this new Sweet. demo, Sweet. A nice, you know, nice cupping of the testicles for our mere listeners. <laughs> Here, play a little on our demo. We delayed it like almost a what, half a year? <laughs> uh, February to September is seven months. So, so over a half a year. Yes. Yeah, a demo, should, a, a demo should keep me at bay. What, what, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> if, if you've played the original Rayman Legends demo as much as I have, thanks yes. to the, uh, the, the, I, 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 the Castle Rock. Or Castle Rock, that's it, yeah. Um, Castle Rock level, which is... I, I'm told there's more music levels in the actual game, and I can't all, wait for it. All I'm asking... For in this demo is a Castle Rock level based on Iron Maiden. I, I would play that. I would I would buy the game solely <laughs> for that. Um, although most of Iron Maiden's songs are long, so that would make for a really interesting and long and twisted level. So everybody wins here. Everyone wins. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, Ubisoft's other major announcement: they were they pulled back the curtain on uh, more on what we can expect from an Assassin's Creed 4 um, in the future. It was a great slip because you just pretty much just said moron. <laughs> but it, without the correct pause. I, I, uh, I apologize to all six listeners that were offended by me inadvertently saying moron. No, I'm just glad with the fact that you called it like moron Assassin's Creed. No, whatever. Um, I, I, I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fanboy. So everybody's up to speed. <laughs> um, anyway, Assassin's Creed 4, they've revealed it will be released in fiscal year 2014, which means any time between March 31st, 2013 and April 1st, 2014. So technically sometime between now and next year. Uh, no, this, that's, that's spot on. Yeah, this, that's this, like this time next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I'm I know. close. I'm, give or take a month. Oh, I know. No, um, the, the Ubisoft. It'll be out, you know. Well, you in know, our normal year. Assassin's Creed has been a yearly franchise for the past like five yeah. years, and you know, of course, they can't uh, miss it's... with Assassin's Creed Four. They have, however, revealed they will not be doing the same kind of thing as they did with Assassin's Creed Two. Uh, it will be a completely new 
time period, a completely new character, a completely new developer making it, and a completely new graphics engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're at what? Civil War, this one? Uh, Revolutionary War. Revolutionary War. Well, see, the... the uh, so they could bring it up to, like, Nam. Well, see, I, they could. That'd be really interesting, <laughs> having a guy in a white hood on yeah, the saying, yeah. fields of... <laughs> with a napalm mm-hmm. thing in his yeah. backpack. Agent Orange on the side. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. That'd be really weird, but... Anyway, um... The new COD is in the future. Anything's possible. <laughs> that's That's true. That's true. Um... Although it did have flashbacks to uh, actually Vietnam. <laughs> Go figure. Um, Vietnam-ish. I don't think it was exactly Vietnam. I don't know. I, I, it was nominous enough to pass. <laughs> let's let's roll with it. Um, what the heck was I talking about? I'm sorry. I derailed you. Nam does that. <laughs> oh, uh, not to give any spoilers away, but Desmond's story in the Assassin's Creed games is over. So it would have to be something totally new and out there. Um, which is both exciting and worrying at the same time. Because I, the, I just the, hope they don't go Offspring. Uh, you, you need to play the game. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not Feasible? unless there's something they're not telling us. I don't think that's possible. Okay. Um, although to be fair, Desmond was a bartender, and apparently bartenders get all the chicks. Maybe I don't know. Any bartenders want to email into us <laughs> yeah, yeah. and tell us? We're going to need a poll on that. If you're a bartender, <laughs> please get a hold of us and tell me how many chicks you're, uh, you know, picking up at your own bar. Yeah, <laughs> bringing home for extracurricular work activities. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> number three on the <laughs> number three on the uh, news stories of the week. Witcher three was uh, unexpectedly, perhaps, announced a couple days ago. Um, well, yeah, because they were like almost mute after Witcher two. Well, they, see, they put up a uh, they put up a job listing a while ago saying that they wanted to work on a new game, but it was something about like a cyberpunk game, and everyone's just like the Witcher series is gonna be turn into Final Fantasy seven now. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, but uh, the new game informer just released a couple as i said a couple days ago has a couple details on witcher 3 um all we know we have some concept art um they've quoted it as being on pc and uh as they put it high-end consoles basically confirming that it will be on uh next-gen consoles your uh xbox whatever and your playstation 4 um I'm particularly excited. I've I've vastly enjoyed the Witcher series. Goat has too. Oh yeah, yeah. Witcher two is uh, on the must play list. It, it, it yes. I, I just wish I could remember what actually happened. I'm suffering from uh, game. a lot. It's it, it's very well, see, long. I, I played it in between reviews for the for the site and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I I don't remember a lot of what happened. I'm sure it'll come. Well, it's a lot. I don't know. If you're a Fable fan, you're in. If you liked Reckoning, same idea. So I mean, you know, it's your your standard action RPG. There's no like, oh no, I, I crazy I, I, wow I, factor, but it's just so well done. Well, of course, of course, the the Witcher games are based on the um, uh, short story series, folk novels, whatever from Poland that have some really long Polish name that I can't remember. It's actually not that long. It's just Polish. got like J's and K's all over the place. Um, yeah, Polish. <laughs> Um, which is why some of the writing is so good. Um, it's also, I think, the only games that developers CD Projekt Red have actually worked on. Um, 
so they've got all their resources on it, which would explain why it's so great. Yes, which is always nice. I wish more companies would do that and just. Yeah, there there are too many companies out there that are kind of spreading themselves thin. Yeah. But whatever, we don't want to call out names. EA. Um, well, they're their own. They're their own worst enemy. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're no in their own, own little uh, world. No one actually trusts EA anymore. No. Uh, number two in the uh, gaming news of the week. Of course, you've heard a lot of rumors about the PlayStation Four, particularly because Sony is having an announcement event um, for something. On February twentieth, I still say it's nothing. We, for, you know, given some of Sony's past announcement events, I wouldn't doubt if it's like the PlayStation Vita Go or something. You know, they're they're touting the announcement as the future of PlayStation. That's all we have to go on right now. Um, of course, you know they're so they're, that, that rules out game release. That's good. So it should be hardware oriented. Um, it's feasibly hopefully i mean unless they're yeah, I mean, like completely revamping playstation network or something yeah. in which case it really does need a revamp but that's not much of a future no um but it does kill my theory that it's just going to be like the uber edition of injustice <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> which is fine as long as it's something that's not a game because that just i hate when they do that yeah, I, I got all excited for the uh, trailer they were teasing for February 1st, which looked like it was God of War related, and silly me thinking it was like a God of War game for Vita or something, but no, it was just a new trailer for God of War Ascension, which comes out in less in a month. Well, they just did that with PlayStation All-Stars too, didn't they? They did that with, yeah, they did that with PlayStation All-Stars. They teased some kind of event or something, and then it's just, hey, it's another trailer. And it's just like, well, it's a nice trailer, but you, you shouldn't <laughs> tease trailers unless it's announcing a game. If oh, yeah. If you're teasing a trailer for a game we already know exists. It I, really I, takes the air out of the balloon that you're it, trying to build. It, it really does. It really does. Um Adding to the uh, rumors that a PlayStation 4 will be revealed, um, sources have anonymously reported to the Wall Street Journal that it will indeed be a PlayStation 4, um, that they're very close to the event and they know absolutely everything about it, even though they haven't given us details on anything. Oh, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. stop right there. <laughs> I know it's an anonymous tip and no, you no, should no, take no, no. it as such. No, but no, not even that. The anonymity? Yeah, whatever. You're not a guy. <laughs> That's fine. I'm okay with that. I just don't see the Wall Street Journal being, like, a very good place to do some sort of, like, for lack of a better term, damage? <laughs> it, it is kind of a weird um, place to report these That's things That's like to. Game Informer all of a sudden having today's stocks. <laughs> you never know. It, it, what if... It, let me, it's just a weird place to drop that information. Conspiracy theory here. Oh, here we go. What, what, if, what if Sony leaked the info themselves to the Wall Street Journal in order to try to get investors interested or something so that their stock would go up. Okay, it, I'll it, give you that. I'll give you that. That it's, is plausible. It's it's happened before um, where companies leak information themselves. You know, that's, people, the, getting, that's the definition of how things have gone viral, you know. So. Well, that and it would make sense to get the money on the right side of the tracks. Yeah, it, it's, you know, garnering interest, generating buzz, you know, trying to get everyone interested in this thing. Um, I will be paying attention very closely. Um, February 20th is, of course, on a Wednesday, but we'll obviously have all the details. I, I don't get that either. It's, I don't know. Like who They've, picks these days, really? They throw a dart at a calendar and go, yeah, the 20th. Well, well here, here, think, think about it this. Think, think about it this way, okay? This Another conspiracy theory thing. 
The two date for, <laughs> for February 20th is 2-20. Am I right? Yeah. Add those numbers together. Not 2 and 20, but 2 and 2 and 0. It's 4, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I saw that I saw that in some comment on Kotaku or something. But it was not twenty two. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh random that's random featured comment of the week on the Gamerhead podcast. Um not a comment on our own since we're just starting out a comment I saw on the internet and found amusing. Um Well they should also our listeners should know that we will steal anything that we find deemable. Absolutely. Not claim it as our own. Yeah, not claim it as our own, but just like hey, I saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the, the day of the supposed announcement is on a Wednesday, so you can expect we'll have all the details and our own opinions on the show uh, immediately after that um, that weekend. We'll um, also probably do a little blurb on the, the on infamous the, on Facebook the, page. On the Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't already, um, like us on the Facebook page and the Twitters and the et cetera. Um, I'll have all the information when we do our um, additional shameless plugs at the end of the show. Um, is it shameless plugs if you're plugging no, the no, show that you're currently on? Well, no, not really, because I mean this is our first show, so I guess we kind of—it's more of necessary plugging at this point. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> um, but of course, the top news story of the week um, actually doesn't have—it has to do with console rumors, but not the PS4. Um, some rumors about the next Xbox. Or 720, I, depending on what you read. <laughs> or you could call it by its confirmed code name of Durango, which is also dumb, but, you know. They it's, named it after a Dodge SUV. Well, the, the <laughs> 360 was codenamed Xenon, and that's an element. That makes more sense than Durango. Well, yeah, but it... it shut up. <laughs> is it going to come with a, a free dream catcher? <laughs> You know what? Maybe it will. We don't know. It doesn't technically exist yet. Oh, it exists. It exists in our in hearts Bill, and minds. It, it's in Bill Gates' garage. <laughs> One of seven. The, why does he keep video game consoles in his garage? It's the last place you expect. <laughs> I wouldn't even expect Bill Gates to have a garage. I'd expect him to have a teleporter. Um, but anyway, these Xbox rumors, there's not a lot about them yet. Um... Of course, that uh, the only rumors we've heard so far is that it'll have some sort of DRM, which is basically anti-piracy measure, and that the... Well, all right, all right. Just, just humor me. What does DRM stand for? I don't even know. I think it's uh, discreet something. I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> Digital <laughs> rights management. I was... You were way off. I was way off. <laughs> but uh, I, I had the right mindset, so yeah. it counts. So it's basically, yeah... It's basically the same thing. Take um, your pirate hat off and kill your parrot. Yeah, something like that. Um, you can keep the peg leg. Good. I like my peg leg. I keep liquor in it, even though I don't drink, just in case. Um, Can't you get cold? No, I have a leg. <laughs> the next Xbox is also uh, rumored to require an online connection at all times, which went so well for Diablo 3 and StarCraft 2. Yeah, but I don't understand what everybody's qualm is with that. I what was it? It was like four or five four or five years ago. They nationally deemed internet as a utility. It's true. As, as someone who recently played Diablo three, here's what I can understand from the problem: the single player had lag. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not yeah. kidding. The single player had lag. Yeah. 
I, I can understand it if it's like a bug or something. Yeah. My, my computer is more than capable to run Diablo well, how's your 3. In, how's your internet connection? Not as great. We'll see. Uh, because it's, a, you know, it's, it's, and that's why so many people are probably upset is because the kind of internet connection to run video games is very demanding to put it into lightly terms. Um, and not everyone can have that kind of internet. I mean, I, I, I still encounter people at the store that still have DSL. Well, yeah. Which have. not which doesn't work for gaming. No. I, I don't know if you guys have ever tried gaming on a DSL line. It's um, it, it takes you three days just to load in a game. Um, and that's not entirely an exaggeration. Um, no, he's only, it's a day and a half. It's a day and a half. Dana, okay, it's a slight exaggeration. It's a solid 36 hours. <laughs> My respawn time is three weeks? What the hell is this? Um, Which I understand. I, I, I see the qualm there, but at the same time, I, I don't know. Xbox has never been casual-oriented. I mean, they See, that, that's, that's, that's kind of the catch-22 here. They're moving towards a casual audience. What with the Kinect and the fact that yeah. they have so few first-party games nowadays. I mean, there's Halo, which is done to death. Gears, not quite as done to death, but might as well be. Well, there's a new one coming out, isn't there? There's a new one coming out next month, um, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to, but I've always been a fan of the Gears franchise. Um, Halo, Gears, Forza, which new one just came out of those. In October, granted, but still, and it wasn't a real Forza game, but still, Horizon wasn't a real Forza game. I'm just, I haven't played it. I'm not, I'm not a Forza person. That's more your. I'm, I'm working on it, and it's, it's different. It's different. It's, I, I, uh, all, all, right. I, all I know is I played the demo, and I was less terrible at Forza Horizon <laughs> than I am at any of the other Forza games. Well, yeah, because it's more Need for Speedy and stuff like that. With with Horizon, the way I like to explain it to people is it's the L.A. Noir of Forza. Elaborate. Well, like because because when I think L.A. Noir, I think Rockstar is known for pressuring people and flying off the handle at nothing. Yeah, but I'm saying like Rockstar is known for GTA, and L.A. Right. Noir was kind of like the it's the same game but different. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So it's the same game, but it's it's different in in the fact that there's different. You know, it's a different take on the same idea. Okay, kind of physics are still kind of taking. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> My first corner told me that. Yeah, um, but it's it's taking it to like the arcade racer now. Yeah. So no, that's that's cool. that's definitely the feel I got from it. But I still can't play a Forza game for shit. <laughs> um, and of course, rounding out the trio is trio. Well, <laughs> four rather is uh, Fable, which had a Connect game come out last year, which was. Apparently horrendous. I played the demo, and I'm a Fable fanboy, which is, I'm a, yeah, I, I know you are. You yeah. actually liked Fable Three. Yes, <laughs> I have five achievements left to complete it. This is, this is the kind of person he is, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, continue. But um, yeah, the the journey, unneeded, not good. No, Fable Heroes. Oh not, yeah, not not so much needed I either. Had, uh, I had forgotten about Fable Heroes. It they, was fun, but that, that went from like announcement to release in like three weeks. Yeah, and I and I sucked in and you know tucked my tail and bought it and oh, played no, it for about that doesn't a week, me. A and week. it lost it lost its luster. It's just it it was ca- it was a Castle Crashers, yeah, yeah, just skinned in Fable. 
<laughs> and it wasn't even really skinned in Fable. No, it was like it was Fable weird. if it's, it's cutesy. Yeah, it's weird. It was. It looked weird. <laughs> I, I did not play it. That, that is on I'm the not playlist. I'm not ashamed to... You hear that? Mini goat review. Don't play <laughs> Fable. Skip, uh, skip Fable, Heroes, and Journey. If it doesn't say Fable in a number, don't do it. <laughs> Point taken. I will... Uh, I, I, I'm, of course, much more strict. I, the only one I actually enjoyed was Fable 1. Um, but that's just me. I liked Lost Chapters. It was good. Well, that loops in with Fable 1. Yeah. Well, that's the lowly Fable 1 I, I will <laughs> ad- ad- acknowledge. <laughs> the the expansion part is the only part of Fable that I care about. Well, not the expansion. The, the, the one with the, with the expansion built in. <laughs> well, yeah, that was yeah. the one I played. Um, that's everything, right? Yeah, that's everything. Um, so those are our top five news stories of the week. Uh, coming up next is the good old mailbag. Where the fun begins. <laughs> In true, uh, tradition of all the, uh, opinionated things I've ever done in the video game world, um... We want to have a mailbag just because we like having the listeners get involved. Um, we like asking your guys' opinions on things. Um, before we get started, um, if you ever want to have a comment or a question or something appear on the Gamerhead podcast, um, go ahead and send anything, questions. You know, what are you playing? What do you think about the news uh, in the industry today? You know, uh, even criticism about the show. that We're new to this, so we're open to any and all criticism um, as long as you tell us why you're giving us criticism. Um, yeah, yeah, it has to be longer than you suck. Yeah, that that doesn't help us at all. Essay form of you suck. That doesn't help us, uh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help us at all, and we will probably mock you on the show and call you a seven-year-old. Yes, yes. Um, uh, do, do realize, though, that all, all criticism is uh, open for... Uh, interpretation. Yes, and retaliation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, we'll probably mock you on the show, especially because if you email us, I have your name. That's not threatening. That's a fact. Um, so anyway, if you want to send any anything at all into us, go ahead and send it to GamerHeadPodcast at gmail.com. You can also send it to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash GamerHeadPodcast, or you can follow us on Twitter and send it that way, at GamerHeadCast. Um, it would not let me fit at Gamerhead Podcast. Um, it would cut off like the last two letters or something. Um, send a, is weird. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um, so go so send anything that way. Um, unless it's something that we can't use on the show, we will have it on the show. Um, when I did the Viking Jesus show on YouTube, I read every single question, unless it was a repeat. Um, in which case, answering the same question over and over yeah, again yeah. is, you know, boring. Um, and any personal information, obviously, you're you're not getting out of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> okay, so uh, now that we've got that out of the way, and the you know the unshameless plug, as we like to put it, um, we've actually got some questions for our first show, probably hey, because we've uh, actually advertised the show on Facebook. Um, these quest- first questions come from Taylor who's actually uh, been quite supportive of me and us since I started doing anything. Um, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's grandfathered in, isn't he? He's a, a yeah, BJ uh, follower? He's, he's, a, he's a legacy fan. He's a, he's, a, he's a Viking Jesus fan. Now he's, he's a, a Gamerhead <laughs> fan. He's, 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 
he'll probably be president of my fan club someday or something or something that sounds much less insulting. My Veteran question maker. There, there we go. Um, here's some questions for Gamerhead episode one. With the next generation of consoles rumored to be released or announced soon from Sony and Microsoft, what are some of your predictions on the style, online experience, cost, specs, etc. of these new consoles? Um, actually, I'd like to take this opportunity. Uh, one of the rumors that I neglected to mention about the PlayStation 4 in the news segment was that a Japanese newspaper um, has, again, another anonymous source. Um, that says it'll be around, it was like 1,600 yen or something. I, I'm probably totally getting that wrong, but um, it was it's the equivalent. 16,000. Well, yes, that makes more sense. <laughs> um, it probably wasn't even that. It was probably like 60,000 yen or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. But the point is, it was the equivalent of 427 American dollars, um, or probably rounded down to 400 for the U.S. market, if that's to be believed, which I actually guess I wouldn't mind. But well, that's it's better than what was the PS3? The, the, the infamous quote from the 2006 press conference, 599 US dollars, yeah. which I wish I had as a sound bite because that would go perfect um, right here. Uh, maybe I'll add it in a maybe, post. Maybe we'll, PlayStation we'll has learned something over these years. Well, sales were horrible until they dropped the price. Um, I don't know why. I mean, you know. I, I, I love buying video game consoles at $600. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like $200 <laughs> less than like the top-of-the-line iPad. <laughs> well, the Blu-ray drive at the point at the time drove the price up, which is understandable. But uh, Anyway, to an actually answer the question. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, we're doing questions. <laughs> I, I I think that on the Sony side of things, I'm hoping for a revamped um, PlayStation Network. PlayStation Network as it is right now is very unstable and slow and annoying. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. I don't want another anonymous two-week outage. I, That'd be I, nice. I like to think that that won't happen again, but who knows. Um, I don't know if any of you have actually used the PlayStation Store recently. It's... A mess. There's yeah. a loading screen for the PlayStation Store. Well, and it's not very well organized either. It, it used to be better. Yeah. But, and, but then they tried to go for this whole stylish thing, and they're trying to match some of their other online uh, shopping experiences and stuff like that, and it's just annoying. And I get that you're trying to get everything to have the same interface, but at the price of, you know, ease of use. Usability? Yeah. <laughs> that's a huge shot yeah. in the foot. Um, yeah, so I, I shouldn't have to be a computer programmer to run my to PlayStation run a, Network. To run a game console. Store. Not even <laughs> yeah. I, I want to give you money, Sony, but your, your interface is just so clunky. Um, so on the, on the PlayStation side of things, I want to see an increased uh, internet interface. That doesn't make sense at all, but it rhymed kind of at the beginning. Shut up. <laughs> an I.I., if you will. <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that. Um, I I also this is something I've been debating on. Uh, Sony is pushing the 4K format, which is like ultra high definition. It's like four times the definition of current uh, 1080p TVs, which is why it's 4K. It's 4,000. You know. 4, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know. Okay, we're on the same page there. And how um, many TVs are out there that run this? None as oh, of now. Oh, I was say one, and it's in Sony's front room. Well, they're at Consumer Electronics Show last month. There were a bunch of them being shown off, but it's 
Uh, and I'm going to go spend 30 grand on a new TV. <laughs> the, the, IGN was raving about this one. It was a Samsung one. It came with its own like metal mount stand thing that tilts. I, I don't know why Ooh. it was such a, yeah, I don't know why it was such a big deal. All I can imagine is how much of a pain in the ass it's going to be to move it from the warehouse at your local Best Buy. Uh, <laughs> those poor workers. Yes, yes. <laughs> um but yeah, so I I I am I'm, I'm I think the PS4 might have 4K capability, but I say that with caution because it'll probably drive the price up like the Blu-ray player and the PS3 did, but who knows at this point. I don't I don't I'm, I don't know. I, it it's not something that's necessary now. Not even that, but why jump the gun? Well, it's Sony. They got to promote their own technology. Yeah. <laughs> Shot him in the foot last time. Yeah. And they're only standing on about one leg. <laughs> yeah, they're uh they're not doing too well financially. Even the I I told you um mm-hmm. like a week ago that their uh, Sony's game division was the only one that was actually doing well. Yeah. Now that's not even doing well. See? Um they just posted a like a billion dollar loss or something. See? Again, I'm probably totally wrong on yeah. that, but it's it, it was a big number. Yeah. This is the kind that you read the headline and you're just like, "Wow, that sucks for them." Greatly. And it has four letters to do with it. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so so better online interface, you know, Sony pushing their own technology. On the Microsoft side of things, I, I've said this before, and I, I totally expect the next Xbox to not even really be a real Xbox. I'm half expecting it to be just a Microsoft-branded, like, Roku box, where you can happen to play games on it, but they're pushing, you know, the Netflix and the Hulu and the, the oh, family entertainment. Yeah, they're trying to make it an all-around entertainment thing, which is actually where the name from Xbox 360 was derived. Fun fact of the day, um, <laughs> because it, the Xbox 360 was supposed to be an all-around entertainment experience. It's um, doing its job for it's, the it's it's doing for its the job. Time period it was in, but at the same time, I just wish they would focus on the games for once. Um, Although, to be fair, I own all three consoles. Uh, Goat does as well. Um, I personally use my Xbox more for the multi-platform games and the uh, PS3 and Wii and Wii U for exclusives. Um, and that's about it. So I guess I can't complain. But Yeah, I'd say my Xbox is probably my go-to guy. The only time I use my other ones is for exclusives. <laughs> Oh well, we'll we'll uh, only time will tell what we're gonna have in these new consoles. Hopefully, we'll all will be revealed on the uh, Sony side of things at that event. But like I said, it's probably just gonna be like the Vita Go or something. Yeah, just so we can uh, get our hopes down. Uh, down. Taylor, <laughs> down, yes, down. Uh, Taylor's second question on a similar topic. It feels like the current generation of consoles has been considerably longer than previous generations have. What do you think has caused this to occur? The fact that they told us they were gonna be this long. The Yes, the fact that they told us it would be this long. Uh, Let's Sony, get blunt to the point here. Sony did come out um, before the PS3 launched and said it was going to have a 10-year life cycle, which it's actually on track to do. I thought it said 15. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was 10. Yeah, it might be 10. I know. So, I don't know. 15 would be absurd. Yeah, but, but I, I, not impossible. But yeah, we're also talking about insane. my old memory and several years you're, ago. You're, and you're, 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 and you're, you're such an old man. No, I just don't have a memory. I should, that's true. Um, I uh, the, the gap in console generations. I mean, when you think about it, all technology has kind of gotten slower 
to an extent. You know, it, it's, you know, the age old saying used to be when you bought a computer it was outdated in a week. It's not that quick anymore. Yeah, it's about two and a half weeks. It, it's at least two and a half weeks yeah. now. Um, consoles have kind of followed suit, you know, along with the fact that. Um, well, the biggest thing, honestly, with the consoles, I think, is why they're like whatever elongated mm-hmm. your, to the old school consoles. Yeah. Is the beauty of the patch. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, it used to be where, uh, you know, you could upgrade your hardware and everything like that. Or rather, you couldn't. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, if you wanted everyone to have a new interface, you would have to put out a whole new box to sit on yeah. their shelf. Now everything is through the Internet. You know, fix that, fix that. Um, well, even we're on, what, the third version of Xbox Live? Uh, second or third? Second. Second? There's only been two Xbox consoles, unless you can. No, no, I'm saying, like, the actual. Oh, um we're uh, on like the fourth version fourth? of the dashboard but xbox live itself it's that's what i'm saying the dashboard but it's yeah gone Man, through I, I miss the blades everybody from, misses the blades it was everybody. it was, it was there, I, there was i've seen a guy on youtube he's got he specifically has an xbox that he hasn't updated in six years for the blades for <laughs> the blades and he see the kicker there is a lot of newer games actually have later software updates installed into them so that when you put them in the new mm-hmm. boxes, um, it'll automatically download it for you. So he can only play games up to, like, early 2006. So and he's made a retro 360? He's, he's, he's got a the probably the <laughs> world's only retro Xbox 360. Um, but, which, but, but stuff like that, where they just they redo, you know, times have changed. Here's the new dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Which, I, which, what previous to this would like you said be a whole new launch? It would be it would be a whole new like I said a whole new box. That plus there hasn't been um, quite as many um, innovations in video games in terms of the tech specs and stuff like that. I mean, remember the first leap forward from the Super Nintendo to the N64, you yeah. know, playing Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo, which was awesome in its own right, and then uh, popping in Super Mar- Super Mario 64 and... Um, Having your mind blown. And, and just like, what? <laughs> Mario can move in more than two directions? Yeah. It was it was mind-boggling. It was, it was, it was, we have plateaued, though, on, on technology in general. We, we have gotten to the point where I don't see us advancing as much with video game consoles the only the only major leap forward i can see is if we actually start getting into real virtual reality stuff Mm -hmm. which will probably be expensive as hell when Mm -hmm. it first comes out so i'm counting on console manufacturers or some techno wizards somewhere and you know wherever techno wizards are um, to come forward with something that would actually make it affordable and i would put all of my money into it (laughs) Not the machine itself. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> um, unless it's an arcade machine. Those are designed to take money. Anyway. Um, you can foil them. <laughs> slightly off-topic question. Taylor also asks, for those who don't know, how did both of you get slash think of your stage names? Um, well, I was issued. Goats is pretty simple. I mean, it, uh, I don't think you guys know what he looks like um, physically but he's he's you know your stereotypical well not stereotypical but well, you're pretty stereotypical i'm a pale skinny pale skinny long hair long goatee yeah goatee's about know, what foot and a half <laughs> yeah you could you could comfortably uh censor your own nipples with that mm-hmm. thing um 
as can I, but I have the full beard as opposed to goats, you know, just chin fuzzies. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was issued that uh, from a friend of mine that in the in the local music scene. Oh, yeah? Yep, and it just stuck. That was like seven, eight years ago. <laughs> I, I have a uh, I have a similar story. Of course, those who have you know followed my um, career of any kind um, know that I was given the Viking Jesus stage name uh, when I first performed with Video Games Live last March. God, it was almost a year ago already. Yeah, we're gonna do like a VJ lives and, and first and birthday party or something. Like anniversary <laughs> show or something like that, or something. Uh, we'll figure something out. <laughs> um, but uh, and it was it was also the uh, it was all video games live, and uh, Tommy Tallarico, the man behind the show and everything like that. They were trying something new. They were streaming. Uh, they were streaming the show um, over Twitch TV, which they've only done like two or three of those since then, because most um, orchestra unions won't allow streaming on the internet unless you pay a lot of money, and that's not something that's ultimately worth it. Um, Unfortunately, although I, I did make it into one of the first shows. Um, and yeah, we've also learned oh, over the, the the year with the VGL, there's a lot of rules to orchestras that no one knows about. Yeah, the, the Louisville show, there was something about um, they couldn't do the cosplay contest because there was some kind of rule in the union rules or something that like people can't be on stage like until half an hour after the orchestra had taken the stage some bullshit like that yeah, it, it was, was some weird thing <laughs> there were a lot of people complaining on the vgl facebook page um that the costume contest didn't happen and i sympathize with them but you know the rules are rules i guess it's a live show <laughs> live show uh, don't i know it oh yeah um earned your wings on that one <laughs> yeah the technical difficulties and such um but the the chat people in the the stream for that one video games live show they christened me viking jesus as it were because i look like both a viking and i look like jesus and i've been called both of those in my past so it was a nickname that i wasn't offended with and it kind it's of stuck quite and fitting it, it it's apparently quite fitting um those of you who haven't seen seen vj he's, well, he's uh if you have seen him it's cool but i mean he's about twice the size of b you can't lose him in a crowd let's put it that way <laughs> yeah when I, whenever i go out with a crowd of people to bigger crowds of people like concerts and stuff the um the emergency meetup point is always me. It's it's never you know text everyone to try to find something. It's always find Mike. Just go to him. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's you could he ever does a crime. <laughs> no no chance be, of getting be, away with it. Would it would be foolish of me to do anything Unless bad. Unless it's in like a lumberjacking community, he because has I'm a like, fighting <laughs> chance. <laughs> I'll be the only lumberjack with uh, wearing camouflage pants <laughs> instead of burly jeans, etc. <laughs> Um, the one without the flannel. <laughs> the one without the... Yeah, I don't like flannel. <laughs> but that's a debate. For obvious reasons. That's a de- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Taylor all right. Taylor has a rapid-fire bonus round. Are you ready, Adam? Uh, I have no choice, but yes. Just, just say yes. Okay. When I, when I ask you these questions, just say... First thing? First thing. Just even if it's not an answer. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Chocolate cake or chocolate ice cream? Both. Summer or winter? Summer. Shooter or strategy? Strategy. Black 360 controller or white 360 controller? Black. Gummy bears or gummy worms? Uh, worms. Okay, good. <laughs> and that, that was, was the, way easier than I anticipated. Well, it's, 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 
Taylor, you got to up your game. <laughs> you hear that, Taylor? You've got a personal challenge um, to uh, come up with um, tougher lightning <laughs> round questions. Uh, thank you, Taylor, for your questions this week. Um, we anticipate you'll be joining us each week, uh, as you did with the Viking Jesus Show. And yes, keep the it. legacy alive. Yes, definitely. And veteran status. And veteran status. I, I got paper and a, and a safety pin. We'll, we will send you we'll, a pin. We'll get you officially certified or something. Um, also questions from Alex this week. Um, here's some random questions for you guys for the show with the possible announcement of a PS4 coming soon. Man, popular topic. You Gee, never, you think never, they're doing some major thing. You, you never would have guessed. February 20th. Uh, <laughs> The Pos- future of PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation Vita Go. <laughs> I, Download I, I, only. I, I Download only. Oh, God. Well, the Vita is already pushing digital content more than anything. But Good you news. Know. Your PSP Go is not compatible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sony would do something like that. Oh. <laughs> With the <laughs> I can't even get the question out. Damn it, Adam. Because you know it's true. <laughs> Yes, it probably is. We'll see. And, and, and it's a big I told you so. Next week, I'm telling you. Well, yes. I'm going to be doing the I told you it was a PS4 dance. I have not actually worked on that <laughs> dance, but I will, I will get something pieced together. And we'll specifically post it just so that you guys can yeah. shriek in terror as well. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Uh, anyway, with the possible announcement of PS4 coming soon, what would you guys think we as gamers would want, or what do you want in the next console war when the PS4 and the next Xbox console comes. Adam, what do you, what do you want in the new consoles? Oh, man. I mean, I'd like some substantial advancement. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. You know, like, hey, this is better. Kind of like the Wii U, the Wii to Wii U jump. Yeah. Granted, it wasn't a huge step, mm-hmm. but it's now HD. That's, that's something... That's something. Nintendo catching up. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. But it's something, you know, hey, this actually has something new. But, mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, I mean, it, like, I, I agree with you. It's going to be, it's it's not going to be mind-bending. It's not going to be, like, you know, earth-shattering or anything like that. I mean, it, honestly, I wouldn't mind having the PS4 actually look like a 4. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's a stand upright, safe space on your entertainment center. <laughs> Where that, the disc would go, though, that's a little... I mean, that'd be a big four. No, see, that'll be the kicker. No discs. It'll be an entirely digital... Um, yeah, <laughs> play cool. Sony console. And bring back bring back the uh, the ribs from the the original PS2. Oh, <laughs> the, the PS2 fat. Yeah. The, that, that was... God, I remember having slight moments of OCD when I was a kid and taking a pipe cleaner to get the dust out of those crevices. Air. Yeah, we weren't 20, that advanced 20, in my house. Wow, twenty first century. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I mean, everything seems. I mean, I'm I'm actually weirdly okay with the current systems. So. I, I I think a lot of gamers might feel the same way when I see people um, in comment sections and when I talk to them about next gen consoles and stuff. Everyone's just like, I really don't need next gen consoles yet and i kind of agree i'm actually quite happy with uh the current setup with the wii u the ps4 or ps4 i've got a ps4 already you heard it here first wow Uh, ladies and gentlemen i can confirm he does have it it took him 23 hours and a lot of cardboard it it does it is indeed shaped like the number four um and says cracker jacks on the inside (laughs) that's the secret um 
I'm from I'm with you though. Three, I'm four, from two, the nine. future. Why, why, why can't PlayStation just stop numbering stuff? Really? Well, see, that's they they could, total, totally could have done that with the Vita. They could have just called it the PSP two, and people would have you know thought about it mm-hmm. the same way. But they actually chose to keep it, make it different. Yeah, but I mean, learn from Apple. They just gave up the numbers on everything. You just get a new iPad. Yeah, it's just the new iPad. Yeah, but that's dumb. I mean, I, I want I want PlayStation to actually come out with a name. But I'm just for saying, each I'm, not, I'm saying like the numbers. Drop the numbers. Obviously, oh yeah, the new PlayStation's stupid. But yeah. like I don't know, like the PlayStation Esquire or something. I don't PlayStation know. PlayStation <laughs> Esquire, the PlayStation console made exclusively for males between eighteen and thirty-five. <laughs> I'd buy it. Coming to, I wait, wouldn't. Wait, that's that's my demographic. <laughs> I'd have to buy it. It'd be my my my, my demographical right <laughs> and duty to buy it. I have to prove that they were dead on with who they were marketing the mm-hmm. console to. But they got it. They I, I, they have to take ID. <laughs> you have to prove you're a I've, male I've, and between the I have age to make brackets. sure you're between the ages of eighteen and thirty five. Otherwise, and a male. <laughs> oh, sorry, you just turned thirty six last week. You can't buy the PS Esquire. You can't. Well, they could call it the P Esquire instead of <laughs> the <to> Esquire. <laughs> the. P- <laughs> Oh man! But see, then this is this is what happened. <laughs> this is why we'll never work at a console design division. I can't work at any division that names something. Yeah, we'll just call Seriously, it. The... If I worked for Apple, it'd be the you're gonna fucking buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it on a box. Exactly. Charge seven hundred bucks for yeah. it. It could be a black box with the Apple logo on it. And it's like the new you're gonna fucking buy it. That's not too far <laughs> off. <laughs> Or, uh, is it an iPod? Is it an iPad? Is it a, is it a MacBook? I don't care. I bought it. Oh, we know people that are very much like this, by the way. Um, I am one not like that. You, you all know who you are. Um, remember that when the PS2 first came out, they came up with a commercial where the kid had a PlayStation 9 and it was like this glass ball that he could yeah. like he had like telekinesis with. You ever think we'll actually get to that if we ever well, get to a I PS9? Mean, it's kind of PlayStation shooting themselves in the foot because if we get to a PlayStation they'll, 9 they'll, and it doesn't look like they'll, that, they'll get a lice, they'll get a lawsuit for false all advertising. Us, yeah, all of us retired gamers <laughs> who have time to play would be like no, that's how it this looks like. This isn't what they said would happen. You get just barraged with YouTube videos. <laughs> this is what you told us 25 years ago. <laughs> Why isn't it like we wanted it? You suck, PlayStation. <laughs> um, to get back on topic. Oh, yeah. yeah we um, going to go left there. That, that's okay. It's it's part of our nature. Um, I There was a quote. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was very true. We'll never have the... Um, we'll never have the leap from Super Mario Brothers to Super Mario World again, and we certainly won't have the leap from Super Mario World to Super Mario 64. Um, well, I don't even think we'll see the, the leap from from solid controller gaming to the Wii. Uh, there's always going to be gimmicks. I mean... Uh, but I'm saying, like, the whole... And know, all of them will be on Nintendo consoles. Yeah... As a diehard Nintendo fanboy, I uh, feel kind of bad about making that joke, but it was it was it was too perfect. Yeah, but see, here's and I say it to you all the time. They made a shit ton of money doing that. They, so who's they did. laughing? They did. <laughs> I I will not deny that they made a ton of money with the original Wii. Um, so I don't think you know as far as stability advancements and you know a little bit of better technology. That's all I really want out of new consoles. I don't want anything dramatic. 
Um, I don't think we can expect anything dramatic. No. Like I said, we've hit a plateau. We were just... It's not necessarily a plateau. It's okay. just not okay, as we're, much we're of a... We're like a two-degree angle it's, and incline. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not as much of a mountain. Now it's more of a gentle hill that we're climbing now. <laughs> I'd say more one of those bumpy sidewalk entrances, but... <laughs> Yeah. Um, Alex's second question is a little bit more specific. He asks, Sony has a patent on technology that will not allow their games to be traded in and bought as used. Good, bad, thoughts, does it matter? Um, No, 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 no. hang on. Alex, if I can correct you a little bit. They have a, and educate Adam because he's giving me a confused look right now. I think it's worded. Wrong. If I'm no, 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 no. This is this is this, this, this is jumping to conclusions. Um, Sony has patented an RFID chip that can be embedded in discs and have unique content per individual disc. That's all the patent says. A lot of people on the internet have speculated that this could lead to something similar as the online pass so that only the first console to use a game will have multiplayer capabilities um, should they uh, and anyone using the disc afterwards will have to buy into it kind of like the online pass structure now yeah um, some have even speculated that they can make it so that discs are entirely unusable um, on consoles other than the first one that they are activated on which as you can imagine, is well, not that, that, good for the used game industry. Not even that. Not even the used game industry. I mean, on that point, let's be honest. These current ones, like the 360, I get red rings, I gotta buy a new console, and all my games don't work? Yeah. Well, I, I imagine there would be some sort of... Um, I imagine there would be like some sort of... Uh, like it would link to your account or they'd be able to change it over for you a customer service or something um i would imagine it would be like that but obviously there's nothing backing it up because we don't know any playstation yeah (laughs) and keep in mind guys all of this is just speculation at this point it's not rumor because this patent does exist you could look it up on the patent website and everything um we're just guessing what it could be used for i think Going off of the online pass idea, it might also be used for like pre-order incentives, so that um, maybe only uh, say a certain costume for a character is unlocked if you buy your game at GameStop, and then a different one is unlocked if you buy it at Best Buy. Now it's really bad because then that's on-disc content that's locked, depending on where you buy it. And that's essentially what Capcom has been doing for the past three years with all their DLC, but yeah, and it's not working out for well for them either. Um, well, that what if I buy my game from GameStop and turn it to Best Buy? Then I'm diluting the exclusivity. It's <laughs> there's not many scenarios with this patent that would spell anything good for gamers themselves. Um, which is unfortunate, but we can only... I, I, I don't know. I think it's just another measure to keep people out of their pirate hats. That I seems wouldn't, to be the I big wouldn't doubt thing. that. That I seems to be the biggest thing. Well, when you, when, you, when you actually look at how much money um, game companies lose from combined piracy mm-hmm. and the used game market, yeah. it's a lot of money. And I think and they're that, trying to get rid of it. I don't... Maybe not the used part of it, but they definitely... Piracy is a big issue right now, and like hot on the scene. For I'll, I'll 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 say this: this this has always been my stance. 
if you want to make it so that I can't buy used games, by all means, but prices of games better go down. Oh, yeah, I want to see $30 games again new. I, I mean, there has to be some extent of cost inflation mm-hmm. purely because uh, game developers, or publishers rather, uh, know that they're losing sales to piracy in the used games market. I don't have facts to back that up, and it's purely just what I think happens. Um, yeah. But it makes sense. I, I don't understand the piracy part. I mean, I understand both sides of the fence in the piracy part. Yeah, I'm broke. Free games are awesome. Yeah, but then I, you really kind of forego your route, r- your rights to cry and complain that all these studios are closing because they can't sell games. You know, I, one of my favorite stories ever, and uh, in my all my years of working retail, I, I uh, when I used to sell video games, I, there was actually someone who came up to me and asked me for. Uh, an R4 chip for the DS so he could pirate games. And I told him, it's just like, well, that's illegal, so we don't sell it here. And he said, well, I can't afford the games. And I straight up told him, you know, in my full, you know, uniform and everything like that, on the clock as an employee, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't buy it. Yeah. If you need to choose between games and, like, food... Life... (laughs) <laughs> you know, actually being able to get up in the morning, mm-hmm. then there's a serious problem with you. And I, I, I hate that mentality. The gaming is a luxury. I, there isn't a sane person in this industry that will argue that point. It's, uh, it's an expensive hobby yeah. at that. Um, but certainly not a necessity. Technically, no hobby is a necessity. But video yeah, games, but video games of all, is society spun to that whole. Well, yeah, we're I, not. I don't know. We're not Amish. Yeah, I don't know where that all started. Where get everything you possibly can for absolutely nothing, but it's gotten out of control. I think, and it, I think it might be mostly American culture. That as, would probably be a I, great as much desk. As, <laughs> as much as I uh, hate to say it, as an American. No, uh, that's a debate for another day. Yeah. Um, thank you, Alex, for your questions. Um, they uh, they're quite entertaining to us. Obviously, <laughs> apparently, yeah, we've spent um, some time on them. <laughs> these final questions come from, well, basically just one question, one long question. Um, come from Richard it says Viking Jesus specifically calling me out as Viking Jesus. Well, how about that? Um, I wasn't sure who to address in this question, but I would pose to it. At, Pose like to pose it to everyone. I can't read. It's it's uh, past my de- bedtime, ladies and Your gentlemen. Your dead time. Dead time. <laughs> Shut up. Um. Anyway, Richard asks, why is Fire Emblem as a series not played by a majority of gamers? Most of the gamers I know are like, I've heard of the series, but I've never played it. Is it the type of game, or is it something else? Have you ever played a Fire Emblem game? Uh, I think I'll field this one because I'm with most of the gamers. He's talk to i've seen them Mm -hmm. and i really don't know much about them and i'd say the reason i haven't played them is because of lack of like any press they just kind of appear on the shelves i i kind of have to agree with you uh fire emblem has always been kind of the black sheep in nintendo's stable of characters i mean when you look at everything that nintendo has to offer you've got your uh cutesy characters that are more aimed towards children like Mario and Kirby. You have your slightly more mature characters in uh, Link and Samus. Yeah. Um, and then you... And then Fire Emblem, I mean, it's... First of all, it's a game that makes you think because it's a strategy game. It's a strategy RPG, and it, it doesn't really fit in with Nintendo's platformers and, 
and adventure games and stuff like that. Um, not to mention that Fire Emblem has only really been insanely popular only in Japan. Um, and as we've seen and demonstrated even here on this very same show, not all Japanese games are insanely popular on our shores. Yeah, they don't... Uh they don't transfer over for some reason. Yeah, uh, if you don't believe us, we recommend you play a game called Mugen Souls. Oh, you got to play that one anyway. <laughs> um, we suffered, that, you shall that, suffer. That game is very, very Japanese. <laughs> and I, I don't mean that as a, a any kind of slur or anything no. like that. It's it's the culture of the game. Yeah. Um, I myself actually haven't played a Fire Emblem game either, although I do own whichever Fire Emblem game they offered to 3DS Ambassadors, um, although I've yet to play it. I own that one. I actually just picked up the new 3DS one today, but I haven't even unwrapped it yet. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting into it. I think, um, uh, and that kind of leads into my next point, I think Fire Emblem is difficult. I mean, one of the, one of the things about the series is that it's... It, sort of started the whole permanent death thing where if your characters die in the game they're done you you don't get them anymore throughout oh. the rest of the game yeah it, it's, that doesn't and that probably doesn't really that, that just, not, see not not only that it's a tough game if you're not like a strategy mastermind and you haven't you know played like advanced wars and you know, uh, Nobunaga's ambition which is another so Japanese niche, only it's game. a niche game is what you're saying it's Yes, it's a very niche game, and that's probably one of the reasons why very few people have heard, uh, played it, but many have heard of it. Obviously, a lot of people have heard of it because Fire Emblem characters are in the Smash Bros. series. Um, but it's, 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 it's also typically in short supply. I had to... Um, I, had, I had to get people at all of my local game stores to... Uh, shoot me a quick text or email or call if they got any copies in and I told them I promised them that I would buy it from them within that half an hour if they texted me um, thankfully that's how I got my copy today so it's it's I don't know I it's just one of those niche games it doesn't really fit in with it, the rest of Nintendo's cutesy yeah, stuff it, it sounds like they it's like I don't know like a bad bad fit why would you put a game like a hardcore game per se on your Portable. <laughs> I don't. I don't know because because they made a couple Fire Emblem games for the GameCube and the Wii, and they were good. But the format of the game really doesn't suit uh, a home console as much as it would a plat. Uh, excuse me, a handheld platform. Mm. I can't exactly explain it, but strategy RPGs do a lot better on. A little screen than on a big one again i can't explain it i mean you see a lot of them mostly on handhelds you know you see a lot of the disgaea uh remakes uh, and re-releases rather um like i said advance wars completely on the game boy advance and the d they made one yeah they made one on the ds yeah. um uh fire emblem again mostly on handhelds they only put two games out on regular consoles um in the states, at least, I think it came out on like Super Nintendo in Japan and stuff, but that doesn't count. Um, 
Well, it's it's not us. So we we as far as we know, we, we've we never seen it. any other country. We're, that we're using games, we're so. using the mid '90s Final Fantasy mentality of oh, this is actually Final Fantasy three, so it must be Final Fantasy three. Never mind that it's called Final Fantasy six in you know the Eastern territories. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's just it. Fire Emblem is a niche; it doesn't fit in with Nintendo's stable. So it's you're unfortunate. You're, you're either in or you're out. Pretty you're much. pretty much. Um, it, you know, like I said, I believe it's unfortunate because I've heard nothing but praise for the series. I will be able to give you more, more detailed information. I, I, I well, see, I, uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I've never played it. I can give um, better insight into the game once I've actually played it, which I'll probably get to in like two weeks, given <laughs> my backlog. But um, you never know. I, I look forward to seeing what it's all about. Um, but thank you, Richard, for your questions. Uh, that actually wraps up our mailbag this week. Um, Pretty loaded mailbag. <laughs> only three people, but multiple oh, questions yeah. per. Uh, it's it's good. We like keep uh, them coming. Keep them coming. Definitely, we like hearing your guys' feedback. Like I said, send all questions either to the Facebook page, um, the our Twitter account game, at GamerHeadCast, um, or the email, which is where we get them mostly, um, GamerHeadPodcast at gmail.com. Um, like I said, unless it's a repeat or it's something that's not meant for the air, we will read them here. Um, you, you know, you, you even saw us do uh, Taylor's Lightning Round where we talked about our favorite desserts and so on. So, um, And with that, uh, we would actually, we would also like your uh, um, criticism um, of the podcast, um, myself and Goat, we've never done this before. Um, yeah, this is a new adventure for both. This is this is this is new to both of us. I've obviously dabbled in journalism before. This is completely new to Goat. Um, I, I come from a live music background, <laughs> so but he but it's okay Polar because it's here. okay. He's it's okay. He's entertaining, so we'll we'll deal with it. Um, if you have any criticism for us, please let us know. This is new to us. We hope you understand that this is a uh, work in progress. Work in progress. We're getting used to it. Um, you know, this is literally something that both of us are just sitting in uh, Adam's apartment with my laptop in front of us with mics in front of us. It's not a big production or anything like that, but we want to evolve it as time goes on and make it better for you guys well then we want to make it enjoyable for you guys well yeah i, I like to you I, know i've enjoyed myself well, here yeah but you're also <laughs> biased i enjoy myself too because i'm here i like me <laughs> I, but i, I don't want to bore the listeners I'm, I'm, to death, I'm, you know i'm glad you like you adam <laughs> you're all right but me <laughs> <laughs> anyway that'll wrap up our first episode of the gamerhead podcast keep it tuned here until then we'll see you next week Thank <laughs> you.